was, is, and so shall ever be. He's my sustainer. Hallelujah. Please remain standing tonight. We're going to the word of the Lord. I appreciate his word tonight. I thank the Lord for the many preachers and those that have been in my life, the pastors, amen, that have given so that I can live for the Lord, amen, with all of my heart for those that have labored. How many appreciate your men of God again, amen. And the ministry of this church, we honor you tonight. Amen, amen. Forgive our voices, amen, my voice at least. Amen tonight, praise God. But uh, help us preach just a little bit as we, amen, endeavor to do God's will. I want the mind of God. I want this church to be led and fed, amen, tonight that somehow this could um, happen to be a survival kit under certain circumstances that you may bump into, amen, and that uh, it will be a retreat and a soul-felt revival to you. How many know nuggets from the Word can do that? Just, they're right there. Hallelujah. Amen. So I thank the Lord. It's happened to me again and again. The preacher will say something. Amen. Even a Sunday school teacher will say something. And it's like that nugget that carries me through. And, and a mini revelation happens. I love those mini revelations. Somebody go, wow. Hallelujah. Can you say that backwards? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You get that mini revelation and something takes place. So. I appreciate when that happens. And I pray it touches you tonight. The book of Matthew, chapter <clears throat> number 11. And I want to start with verse number um, 11. Let's go to Matthew 11 and 11. Amen. And again, we appreciate the great fellowship, Brother Sister Samson. Thank you. Amen. These are great people. <laughs> They're real Christians, uh, real apostolics. And my, we just don't have a sincere conversation. We get to laugh a lot too. It's, it's awesome. Amen. And so we love them tonight. Thank you, Brother Caleb Samson. <laughs> You're not Zach. Amen. But there's a lot of Zachs here. Amen. I think there's three Zachs. It's three Zachs for Zion. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Amen. So my, but I uh, appreciate, appreciate y'all as well. God bless you. I love you. Amen. Love y'all. Thank you, sound men with sound minds. Hallelujah. Uh, we need that. We need that. Matthew chapter number 11 and verse number 11 says truly or verily i say unto you among them that are born of women there hath not risen any greater than john the baptist notwithstanding he that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he is greater than he he that's least and from the days of john the baptist until now the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent taketh it by force for all the prophets and the law prophesied until John, and if you will receive it, this is Elias, which was for to come, the spirit of Elias, the spirit of Elijah. Amen. That's happening. Amen. In John, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. Shema, Shema, hear. <coughs> for but Jesus, and then after that, brother, uh, ties something into a parable. There's a parable <clears throat> happening here. And he says, but whereunto shall I liken this generation? It's like unto the children sitting in the markets and calling unto the fellows saying, we have piped unto you and you have not danced. We have mourned unto you. You've not lamented for John came neither eating nor drinking. And they say, he hath a devil. <clears throat> wow, he hath a devil. And the son of man came eating and drinking. And they say, behold, a man gluttonous and a wine bibber and a friend of publicans and sinners. 
And Jesus slips us in, but wisdom, chokhmah, is justified of her children. Wisdom is justified of her children. And of course it goes on, brother, to talk about Chorazin, Bethsidiah, and how that Tyre and Sidon, amen, would have survived. Amen. For the mighty works that were done in the previous cities had been done in Tyre Sidon. They would have repented. It talks about Capernaum, where was Jesus' home base. Amen. And he delivered to them things that other cities didn't have. And he said, if Sodom would have heard one and experienced what you have heard and experienced, they also would be spared, amen, upon their repentance. But smack dab into the middle all of all this, Jesus talks about this parable and John the Baptist and ties it all in. So with the help of the Holy Ghost tonight, I want to do the same. Amen, if I could entitle it simply, a miracle or the miracle in the marketplace. <clears throat> the miracle in the marketplace. This is where this is happening. Amen. Could somebody say that with me? The miracle in the marketplace. Could you take that Bible, put it to your heart with one hand? Could you lift another and begin to pray? Father, we thank you for your presence, for the anointing, for the Holy Ghost. You're president and resident here. Amen. Thank you for your sweet spirit. Somebody, God, again, is going to be baptized in Jesus' name. Somebody, God, you're going to fill with the Holy Ghost and fire. Some sin sick soul, God, is going to turn around and say, Amen, you're the answer tonight. Amen, we claim it. We love it, God. We give you the praise. We dance in advance. Amen. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Could you place your Bibles down gently on the pew? Somebody clap your hands again unto the Lord. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Ooh. Thank the Lord. Come on, there's something about it when... Two or three are gathered in his name. He's in the midst of the Holy Ghost in the house. Hallelujah. Amen, amen, amen. Tell him I speak in tongues. Tell somebody next to you, I speak in tongues. How about you? Come on, I'm a tongue talker. How about you tonight? Woo. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It was so good to see Brother Vincent. Amen. Baptized in Jesus' name. Last night, come on, wasn't that wonderful? But I'm not trying to embarrass you or just pinpoint, but that's awesome. Amen. Anybody else need to be baptized in Jesus' name? The water's wet, the towels are dry, and the Holy Ghost is hot. Why not? <laughs> Hallelujah. Brother, I remember when I was baptized when I was 11 years old. <clears throat> Amen. It was in a horse trough in North Dakota. Uh, thank the Lord it was during the springtime and not the winter time. And uh, brother, I, I remember going down in that wonderful name of Jesus Christ. I even have my, my baptismal certificate yet. Amen. Sitting on my desk at home. Hallelujah. 46 years ago or so, amen, went down in the watery grave. As a matter of fact, for ceremonial sake in Israel, I had one of our assistants to the pastor's Amen. Baptize me in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, in the Jordan River. Not that I needed to was for ceremonial sake. The first one was good enough. Amen. But I wanted to go down where Jesus went down, into the, into the water. Sister, I, I remember as I was just standing there, amen, the, the, the Jordan's so muddy, etc. You could You can't even see the bottom, but I could feel. I may have said it before, but you could feel. The little minnows, amen, nipping at your toes. 
<laughs> I'll never forget it. Aren't you glad, Brother Vincent, that didn't happen to you last night? <laughs> Amen. Something fishy happening here. Hallelujah. Amen. Little minnow. So while I was getting a pedicure down there, I was feeling Holy Ghost up here. Oh, somebody say yes. Somebody go, whoa. Somebody say yes. So looking into this tonight, brother, I, amen, am excited to say that within this chapter, <clears throat> amen, I look at Jesus talking about one of the greatest prophets, John the Baptist. John the Baptist, brother, here he is. The Bible says there's not risen any greater than he. Amen. There's nobody else like him. Brother, I can see it now with his, uh, amen, crooked staff and his uh, glassy eyes and dusty matted hair. <clears throat> amen. A little craze, brother, as if it were in the eyes, that some would say. Amen. He has, as it were, brother, amen, maybe a little bit of locust leg, amen, hanging in his beard from the previous meal. I, I don't know what it was. Amen. Stinks like the wilderness. A little bit of wood smoke, brush smoke. Amen. Endorsed and embedded into his clothing. Amen. But Jesus talks about this man, but yet says, Amen. He that is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. So if you consider yourself the least in the kingdom, there's something happening in your heart, in your mind right now that's even greater of a scenario that happened. Amen. In Matthew chapter 11. And as you go on, Jesus ties this in. Please hear, he says, he that hath an ear, I want someone to hear what's going on. There's this need, brother, to focus in. How many remember, amen, sound oversight? And so with this, brother, amen, he says a particular parable. Out of all the parables, brother, and you could read a little later. It's one of the most popular chapters in the book of Matthew for parables is chapter 13. Amen, you've got parables of nets and you've got parables of sheep and you've got parables of the fish and a parable, brother, of the talents that were given, the, the ten, the five, and the one. Amen. And how some that had multiplied and one buried it and was cast into outer darkness. And so you could go through all of these parables. This seems to be one of the most uh, difficult parables. Any preacher here that has pondered Amen. What does this really mean? And we preached it, brother. I preached it again and again. <clears throat> I would extrapolate. I would pull. I would pick apart. I would dissect. There's got to be something deeper here. And it's not until something fell into my lap not too long ago that I want to iterate tonight from a very Hebraic perspective. Is this okay? <laughs> I know. You, in your mind, you say, oh, I knew he was going there. Amen. But the time we're done tonight, we make, make you snore in Greek and dream in Hebrew. Hallelujah. <laughs> but if I could, brother, I want to, amen, look at this. It says, we're in Toshala like in this generation. So Jesus is talking about the here and now, then. What could I liken, amen, this generation? It's like the children sitting in the markets. Now, before we get into that, brother, I <clears throat> want to iterate tonight the uh, detail, at least in part, of the markets of that day. Uh, brother, it's not your nice Wally world pushing around your buggy where everything, uh, amen, from China to kingdom come is on the shelves. Amen. Mainly from China. <laughs> well, amen. And brother, we, we could get 
uh, amen, a lot of other things involved in, in the sense of the entrepreneurs and that which is there. Uh, but uh, my, you could talk about the old-fashioned uh, came apart, excuse me, Kmart of my day when we were teenagers. Hallelujah. I don't know if any of them still exist. It's kind of like the Sears had been seared and out of the picture. <laughs> Amen. And, and so, brother, with, with all of that, there's something about markets. I, I remember, brother, the markets, uh, amen, in Jerusalem. I remember the markets when we were on our New Testament study tour. We went to a, a, a place called Corinth. Anybody, does that ring a bell? Amen. You've got 1 Corinthians and 2 Corinthians. Brother, this is the very city that, that Paul walked in. Brother, and I, I went there with the ruins. Amen. Just uh, about three brothers and I, a very small tour, and, and we took in as much as we could. Brother, I remember sitting down, <clears throat> amen, uh, near some ruins, uh, and I, I would whip out that notebook and begin to pen down. Amen. What my heart felt at that time to be literally walking in the streets that Paul walked in. But what was so common to all of the rooms that we've seen, amen, in that tour was the marketplace. Unmistakable, brother, no matter what city it was, it was like a, a, a depiction of, of uh, uh, sections, like a strip mall of today. Amen, there was a little cubicle there and a cubicle there and a cubicle there all lined up. It was like the strip mall. Amen, there's TJ Maxx. And if you find TJ Maxx, there's a Ross. Amen. Surely there's going to be a subway just down the road. How I many know what I'm saying? Anybody? Oh, what's some others? I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, J.C. Penney's in there somewhere, sister. Amen. How about, how about new scooters? Amen. Some good old coffee. Amen. Of course, I don't know. They've had a lot of Starbucks back then with the green goddess. <laughs> well, praise the Lord. Amen, how many are still with us tonight? I lost 50% of you on that one. <laughs> but these were strip malls of the past. What was so interesting, brother, in that, in that very city, <clears throat> amen, my mind went to the place where there were two people, amen, that were sinners, amen, Aquila and Priscilla. Yes. And while, brother, just beyond, amen, this strip mall of the past, over the horizon was the temple to Apollo, which was light, oracle and music and they worshiped the god Apollo amen in Corinth you can still see the structure brother just blew my mind this is what Paul said this is the struggle that he had where in the marketplace amen and to think amen the two people plus because <laughs> there was a church there were radically saved in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth regardless of what Apollo says up there amen people were being transformed in the midst of their present situation they even went to people and said let me tell you about a more excellent way come on somebody amen there's something about that transformation in the marketplace somebody say you're in the marketplace Oh, I just want to give you another tidbit. Is this okay? I'm talking marketplace. This is, this is the real radical of the past. Brother, if I would look a little bit at even the temple area, when you go to Jerusalem, you'll find that there is the western wall. How many remember pictures of, amen, rabbis and Hasidic and Pharisaical looking people with the locks, amen, on the side burns and down their ears and the hats. And they're, they're shuckling, amen, going back and forth with the wall there. As a matter of fact, brother, there's all kinds of little pieces of paper there. 
because us apostolics and others, amen, will take a prayer and we'll put it in the cracks. <laughs> amen, just because, you know, it's one of the holiest places of Judaism and Jesus walked amongst in the midst there. So we're praying and put it in the cracks. Brother, it gets so filled up in the cracks that they got to take it out. And guess what, saints? They don't take it out and burn it in some dumpster. They will take it and literally bury your prayers as if it was a human soul somewhere. Oh, hallelujah. I'm going to remember in Revelation, amen, the prayers of the saints were in a censer and there came lightning and thunder and voices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. I, I, that, that, that's a rabbit trail there. I could spend some time. I'm going to sit with, somebody give me a phenomenal nod right now. I need you. Amen, but there it is. Rest assured on the same wall, there's a partition. Brother, these are stones. If I could say, these are stones that are huge. All the way from right here, right here, all the way to almost to the middle of the pew system back there, I mean, is one large Herodian stone. Thousands of tons. How in the world did they get it there? I don't know. It's almost a miracle in itself. Amen. That same wall. If you would follow it, there's a partition there. And beyond the partition, now I don't want to bore you with this archaeology. Is this okay? It's kind of a candy stick. I could get excited finding a 200-year-old piece of pottery in my backyard. Amen. But there it is. Just beyond that wall, you'd find these huge stones that the Romans pushed down in 70 AD that are still there that caused the street to be concave and dented. They're still finding coins and remnants from the Roman era of first century Jesus time and near and around those stones. Powerful, inspirational. Oh. But there it is, across the street was these shops again. <laughs> marketplace, they knew it. We found the marketplace. This is the area, brother, where Jesus came in and turned the tables over and the money changers. This is where he corrected the stance. There's nothing wrong with selling your wares, amen. But when you have a godless, amen, society and a godless exchange and there's cheating, amen, and somehow sliding your brother in the midst of it all, something wrong with your song. Come on. And Jesus corrected the stance. Hello, somebody. This is the marketplace. Amen. Nevertheless, brother, amen, he sends men and women, amen, in that area to say, go wash in the pool of Siloam. He turns the marketplace upside down and inside out. There might be cheating. There might be a worldly stance, but Jesus takes it, shakes it, and gives it back to the devil and said, not on my watch. This is a house of prayer. Yeah. Hallelujah. He transforms the marketplace. Is this okay? Look at your neighbor. Say, stick with them. Help them out right now. No, no. I just, I said all of that. I didn't even have to say those things. You'd say, okay, marketplace, thank you very much. <laughs> I went around grandma's barn. There you go. Thank you very much. But what are you saying, preacher? I'm just saying this. Then in the marketplace, something's taking place. And Jesus begins to talk about what I just explained with all the gods and the goddesses, with even in the holy precincts of Jerusalem, where men's hearts have gone wrong. Amen. There's a transformation there. But the wickedness, brother, that prevails in this exchange is, 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 is mind-boggling. 
So Jesus chooses this backdrop, Brother Caleb, he chooses this backdrop to give this parable how the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent taketh it by force. Amen. What's going on here? He's saying this. It, it, it's likened to the children sitting in the markets, calling unto the fellows. We piped unto ye, have not danced. We mourned unto ye, have not lamented. For John came neither eating nor drinking. He's got a devil. The son of man, he's talking about himself, Messiah. Amen. Behold, a gluttonous, a wine bibber, one that eats too much, a friend with sinners. Wow. <laughs> Notice the opposite here. Amen. Or, or, or the, the opposite of what's taking place. John, amen, he's drinking and he's a devil. Jesus is drinking and eating and he's a, just a gluttonous man. In other words, one, amen, is compared to the lowest. The other is compared to, uh, could I say, a wrong perspective of jubilation. He shouldn't be celebrating and eating chocolate cake with frosting coming down his cheeks. <laughs> Amen. But Jesus says this. Amen. So what's taking place here? What is happening in the midst of this? Can I present, can I offer this to you, please? Amen. If you could, you may have not heard me yet, but hear me in the next five minutes. Somebody say yes. yes. Come on in the back, say yes. yes. Oh, come on. If you, if you can't worship in the back, please move to the front right now. If you can't worship in the front, please move to the back right now. But somebody find some place where you can magnify God with me in the next five minutes. <laughs> so here it is. In Jewish understanding. And you're going to say, Brother Nala, you didn't know that? I've known that for 30 years. God bless you. Thank you. Here's the microphone. Preach to me tonight. But I've never seen this before. Amen. The children that are playing... They play in the marketplace. You see, they didn't have the Walmarts of the past. They had fresh markets for the fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. So if you wanted something, you came every day, all six days, and they rested on the seventh. So you doubled up on the sixth so that you can survive the seventh on their Shabbat. Is this okay? So every day they went to the market. It's not like today. You, you've got a grocery cart. It's big enough. It's like a semi. And you can load up in there everything from Fruit Loops, Cap'n Crunch, <laughs> chocolate milk, and all the garbage you can find. <laughs> I mean, brother, you go down and they got a package. There's 30 different brands or types of Pop-Tarts. You can barely even choose. Don't bring your kids down there. That's a nightmare. The cereal aisle, amen. <laughs> amen, there's everything under heaven right there. <laughs> it make you want to go Fruit Loops. <laughs> amen, so I'm, I'm just saying, amen, they've been shopping every day. What would the kids do when they came with mom and dad? They didn't stay home, Amen. They didn't have some kind of tutor there. Well, let me, all this is, no. They went with mom and dad. They learned how to shop. The children, brother, even the boys themselves about this age. How old are you, brother? 15? Oh, six. <laughs> oh, he would know. He would know how to, dad, let me assist you. Amen. On weighing these oranges on the scale. I wonder if he almost caught a few things. <laughs> Six-year-old says, hey, two-year-olds understand this even. Amen, brother, when Jesus walked through the wall, he was operating in the 11th dimension. 
Hey man, did you know that there's only two people that understand that? That's great physicists and two-year-olds. <laughs> they know how to walk through walls. With my three two-year-olds, I've got three of them, all basically the same age. Two of them were born on the same day. You can't beat that with a stick. <laughs> hey man, the other one was born two weeks later. Brother, I can be fixing something. Oh, no, no, don't touch that. That's, I'm telling them, I have two guitars in the living room on a stand. That's Papa's pretties, Papa's pretties, Papa's pretties. <laughs> and then they know it too. It's like, Papa's pretties. <laughs> so it should be not as pretties, but you know, I'm just trying to relate. Papa, <laughs> Papa's, and if they get, and some just tempt you, it's like, they'll look at you. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey man, they want to pluck those. No, no, Papa's prettiest. And while I'm fixing something here, they run across the room and they're dismantling. And then the Empire State Building right there. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, you just wait. You just wait, those two-year-olds. <laughs> Amen. So at the, at the, they play. They play. Anybody ever play when you were a kid? five people this church is deprived <laughs> amen I, I, I brother I had a lot of fun when I was a kid I was kind of hyper when I was a kid <laughs> Woo! and I remember I remember brother we used to play army men anybody brothers did you ever play little army men Oh, we were good, brother. Even my son and I, when my son was about eight years old, I loved having a boy with us because, and I love Micah, amen, but there's, you know, it's just you get to have G.I. Joes all over again. And, and in the, I don't know what mama thought, but we set up two chairs, threw a blanket over each of these chairs. You get army men, I get army men, and we had dark guns. Amen. So I'm going to shoot all your army men down, and if I can get them all first, I won the war. <laughs> oh, man, we had a time. Sometimes, brother, even in my childhood, amen, when I was just a little kid, 10 years old, whatever, amen, uh, 15 and a half. <laughs> oh, I quit playing trucks when I was 14. Amen. Oh, yeah. But we had overpasses and interstates, and oh, it was cool with a capital K. But I remember, amen, the army men we had, brother, we'd save some of those firecrackers from the 4th of July. Oh, my. That was artillery. I mean, we got close to the other person. <laughs> and my brother, to watch their tank, just turret go. <laughs> it was just awesome. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm having a good time whether you are or not. <laughs> Woo! Hey, hey, anybody ever? No, well, maybe not down here. Maybe it is down here. Anybody ever have a blizzard? I'm from North Dakota, 60 miles away from the Canadian border. And I remember, brother, they, they would, it was like a parking lot the size of this, this church or bigger, and they would push all the snow together. Amen. And make one huge mound on the corner somewhere. Well, that made a snow mountain. I'm talking halfway up this wall sometimes. And we played king of the mountain. <laughs> we tried to get up there, and those on the top, brother, would go, no, you're not. Woo! And you'd go tumbling up the snow, but it was fun. The snow would get in your ears and, amen, down your shirt and in your socks. And come on, somebody, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'd make tunnels and slide and skate. Oh, yeah, somebody say yes. Yeah. We'd be freezing, but hey, it don't matter. This is too fun to stop. Come on, come on. 
Amen. Minot, North Dakota, there's an Air Force base there, and the military will tell you, I don't want to go there, and they'll tell you why. Freeze, why not, Minot? Freezing's the reason. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cold stuff, but fun stuff. Kids, play. And those children, brother, would play. They would play, assist mom and dad for a while, but there it is, tic-tac-toe, hopscotch, whatever it is, amen. They got it together, and they played. And Jesus is referring to them. It's like kids in the market, amen. They're going to play. And the two games that they would play, this is, this is the kicker. Look at your neighbor and say, this is the point. Amen. I, I'm sorry, can I have 10 more minutes, brother? Praise God. Anybody got to go to Taco Bell right now? Taco Ding Dong. Amen. Hear this preacher. Amen. They're playing. And the two games that they would play, one would be the wedding. That's what they did in life. They watched their parents do the wedding. So they had that hoopah, a wedding. Amen. And those, that little boy and little girl, they're just playing. Amen. Okay, here. And he would hand her the cup. And if she would accept it, that means she accepts the proposal. And they would read on the paper the ketubah, which were the conditions of the covenantal stance. And someone would be reading to them and they're kind of <laughs> chuckling there. They're just playing wedding. They're just playing in the veil. I don't know what she's wearing, but the veil's over and they're just playing wedding. Then they celebrate after. And the flute is playing and the drum is happening. Boom, 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 boom. Amen. All those little kids, they're playing. They're all together. They're having a good time. Amen. And the Pharisees are pointing their fingers and Jesus is saying, wait a minute. The son of man comes. Amen. And you're calling him this or that. And then John the Baptist is here, and you're calling him this and that. And so the other game that they would play was a funeral. They've been to many funerals, brother. They understood it. Family funerals. People that didn't make it young or old. And they remember, brother, with the music, and they would have fake tears. I don't know. They would grab it from a puddle. They would find water somewhere. Excuse me, sir. We need some water for the game. They would hand it in. They're just kids. They're just having fun. Water's coming down. And they're tearing. And no, 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 I don't know. What's good funeral music? Help me here. No, 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 no. And they got this procession of a funeral happening. Kids play. And the two games that they played was wedding and funeral, and Jesus refers to them both. In the marketplace of life, in the seasons that we're in, sometimes it's going to be a happy song, and sometimes it's going to be a sad song. Hallelujah. But Jesus is saying no matter how hectic the marketplace gets, no matter what the season is that you're going through, never leave the marketplace. Stay in the will of God. Stay in the season that God's got you in right now. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Hey, this message may not get any better than this, so you might as well clap your hands now. Come on, somebody. Stay in the season that you're in. <laughs> Say, God. Amen. I may be in a tough spot, but I'm going to stay right in the marketplace. I may be jumping for joy because it's a wedding atmosphere and I'm eating chocolate cake, but stay in the season. And Jesus is referring to this right now. And this is part of the kicker right here. 
He simply said, and you Pharisees are on the side. And this is what he's depicting. There are some of you on the sidelines, amen, that long to do what's happening. He said there's other kids in the periphery that are standing with their arms crossed and their, their lips puckered. <laughs> and, and, they say, and, and, and it's kids calling the kids and the kids over there at the wedding are saying, come on, <laughs> play with us. And they say, oh, I won't play. Ever seen a kid like that? Ah, ah. I'm, I'm one of seven in our family. My, did we have some fights. <laughs> Sometimes red-handed indignation would come out. Woo! I don't have that anymore. <laughs> Amen. And then, then, then the kids over here, hey, we're playing funeral over here. And they say, come on. They say, no. I don't play. Jesus refers to those people. Amen. Of those people that though they want to do and be part of the program, they don't want to do it if it's against their will. Their will says, amen, I'm not going to play the game in the marketplace. I'll do it my way. Is it possible then, sister, there are those, amen, in Pentecost. Is it possible here at Lighthouse? There are those in the periphery. Saints, you're going through the ups and you're going through the downs. You're going through difficulties and cancer sometimes comes screaming at your door and you're tempted to walk out on God and walk out on the church and walk out and I'm going to do it my way. When the church is saying, no, stay right here. Stay in the season of your Stay in the season of your soul. All things still work together for those that love God and to those that are called according to his purpose. I'm here to tell you, amen, I'd rather have the crumbs, amen, from the table of the master than the banquets of the world. This world didn't give it to me, and the world can't take it away. They can't give me the joy I feel. They can't give me the marketplace freedom. Come on, I get to dance. I get to weep, but thank God. Watch me, watch this, watch this. Somebody's sick with me. Look at your neighbor and say, help him, help him. Show the messages, brother. The miracle, the miracle, brother Caleb. The miracle is this. The miracle of the marketplace is not whether you're dancing, happy song, sad song, dancing or weeping. We're going to go through all of that. But the miracle is, is to resist the temptation to walk out Amen, of the season God's got you in. What you need in this house is a good dose of God-given Holy Ghost. A divine dir- <laughs> In the day that we live in, can, 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 I, I gotta go up here, brother, just to read it. How many want the definition of woke? The pressures that we're feeling right now. Brother, amen, I'm praying for Israel. I'm praying, God help me to pray on an everyday basis for Israel. And because of my affiliation and affinity and connectivity, once October 7th hit, I had trouble sleeping. Amen, I think for a month or a part of a month, I was struggling. God, please help them. The atrocities that are taking place, this is like a second Holocaust. Anybody with me? I know some of those people. 
Hallelujah. I wanted to go there. I'm still wanting to go there. I don't know where, but maybe I can help someone. I can pick apples off a tree and beat an olive tree for some olives. Amen. But God help them tonight. Maybe it's better on my knees. Yeah. Hallelujah. Brother, uh, there's a group of people, amen, that use people to protect their rockets. And there's, there's a group of people that use rockets to protect their people. Yeah. And there's a vast difference of what's going on right now. These that are pro-Hamas, God help us, they need a heart adjustment and a brain adjustment all at the same time. A lot of our colleges and high schools, etc., have become indoctrination stations to dumb us down and into some of the bleakest thinking there is ever possible. Saints, there is one of the largest psyops taking place in our world right now. And especially in America. Hello, somebody. <laughs> And brother, I've already prayed for our veterans today, for those today. That how many know that this is Pearl Harbor's anniversary today? Yes. Three people. Help us, Americans. Are you with me? Help us, apostolics. We've got to remember. How many know that this is the first night of Hanukkah? <sighs> when the Maccabees came in and said, not on our watch, and they turned the tables and put the oil back in the house. Amen. And the fire fell again. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to be a Jude of the hammer, a Maccabean. Amen. Somebody that rises up in our generation. Yes. <laughs> Stay in the market. Fight the good fight. Yes. Ooh, look at your neighbor and say, he's still preaching. Stick with him. Yes. Brother, can I read it? Can I read it? Brother, before I read that, brother, I remember the image I seen. <laughs> I seen Israeli soldiers. Israeli soldiers, IDF, we've seen many of them. I've met some of them. Amen, do you have a Bible, brother? Any of you brothers have a Bible? Oh, yeah. They were holding the Torah up. Amen, just like this. They were holding it up with the scroll, the Torah scroll. And they were dancing around it. I feel good about that. And they were dancing. And in the midst of that, it was darkness. But there was a silhouette. And there were missiles flying from the Gaza Strip over into their land while they're dancing around the word of God. Something about the tenacity of people that believe in the word of God. Apostolics, you've got it in this house. You are, are literally, don't underestimate it. You are, you are a lighthouse to Neosho, to Joplin, to this county. You can turn it upside down. These pews are going to be filled by faith. People are going to be knocking on these doors. You've got something I need. You know what it is? It's marketplace faith. When you're dancing and you're weeping. But as long as you stay there. Yes. Let me, oh, let me explain it this way, brother. Woke, woke is an adjective, or the adjective is a state of awareness only achieved by those dumb enough to find injustice in everything except their own behavior. Anybody get that? Can I read it again? It's a state of awareness only achieved by those dumb enough to find injustice in everything except their own behavior. It's the same lie is in the garden. You can become your own God. 
There's a psyop taking place. Let me just say it this way. I refuse and I'm not gonna live under the tyranny of somebody else's imagination. Amen. You don't get to determine your own reality. Amen. By the stroke of your will. Black is still black and white is still right. Come on somebody. And reality is still reality and truth is still truth. You don't get to create your own reality. You don't go and say, I'm gonna join the Olympics though I'm a man and, and, and go ahead and join the girls team. Oh no. You don't, you don't decide what gender you are. I think there's 112 of them right now. Amen, one of them's helium, you know. <laughs> I'm a helium, I'm warm and glowing. No, you're full of hot air. <laughs> Some are glass. <clears throat> They're glass gender, gender? glass gender. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're delicate, brother. You don't, they're gonna get offended. These are they that pet golden retrievers at colleges. Help me, they don't even need to be there. Get out of there. You can't take the pressure, Jack. Get out of town. Come on, somebody. If you can't take the heat in the kitchen, get out of there when something's cooking. <laughs> somebody say hallelujah. Hey, gender. <laughs> I thought there was just two. Hey, the doctor checked the plumbing and who you are is what you are. Somebody's got to get like a lion of Zion and rise up in this generation. Say, not on my watch. I'm still in the marketplace. It doesn't matter the pressure. I'm not going to say my will. I'm going to say, God, it may be a mountain and it may be a valley, but I choose you. My, these brothers ought to run an aisle right now. I feel it. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Sisters, you ought to run your aisle. Come on, somebody. Stay in the marketplace. Stay in the marketplace. You might be on a mountain. You might be in a valley, but stay there. You know what's happening. You want to know what's happening. The insane are leading the insane asylum. (laughs) Sounds crazy, but that's where we're living, brother. We are living in a police state right now. It's not harsh yet, but it's there. We've lost so many freedoms. Amen, start speaking out and see if you've got freedom of speech. Hello, somebody. Start speaking out. <laughs> Amen, we got open borders. We've got problems. Some, somebody, I'm not here to reiterate all the problems. You know this junk already, but I'm here to tell you, the church of the living God, amen, don't you let the temptation to leave this house. <laughs> I don't care how deceptive. I don't care how deceptive it is. I don't care how much it looks like an angel of light. Somebody's gonna fight the good fight of faith. Woo! Come on, young ladies. Amen. Come on, young men. Come on, church of the living God. <laughs> they're, they're trying to, can I just touch this real quick? They're, they're trying to make me think I'm crazy. Well, you know what? I am. (laughs) 
I was even thinking tonight, I've seen some of you doing, amen, the, 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 the jump and the, and the praising God tonight. And I looked, I was telling Sister Nolik on the way, I said, thank God for a church. I mean, we're heading right here. We went past Pilot or whatever, Loves, amen, coming down the dusty trail. I said, thank God. So many people come out of nowhere and practically fill this church. I'm thinking, this is phenomenal. Didn't I say something like that, Sister? I was just, I was, I was, I was just rejoicing. I mean, it's just awesome. And I thought the same thing. While I was up there just kind of picking, kicking like a chicken. Amen. I, I was looking at this and all you were worshiping God. I'm thinking, wow, if they only knew what these group of people did coming off that highway and what they're doing now, it would blow their minds. But I love this. I'm used to stained glass windows and I smelled incense and I was a little altar boy, a little snot box, redheaded snot box. And I remember... Oh, yeah, my first visit to a Pentecostal church, one small kind of room, as it were, musty smelling. There was one window, I think there was an air conditioning trying to keep up in there for the hot summer of North Dakota. You know, nine degrees still could get 100. Amen. And, and so, so I, I, I thought, okay. okay. I didn't see any statues, no Mary, no Joseph, no stations of the cross, no confessional booth where I could walk in and tell my sins to a priest. I was just used to all that. I didn't have ashes on my forehead. I didn't genuflect at the, at, 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 at the pew. I didn't do none of that. I just sat down and they began to play an old guitar. The pastor, some Gibson. <laughs> Won't we have time? I'm going. <laughs> I mean, pardon my verbiage, but you were lucky to find some nun playing kumbaya in the corner. Come by me. I mean, you know what I'm saying? There was an old piano there. It looked like it came from the ark. I think Noah's, Noah's grandma played that puppy dog. Amen. <laughs> but they said, and, and, and what really got a hold of me is all of a sudden, <laughs> hands were lifted up. <laughs> and I went, In, silently. <laughs> Ooh, but I loved it. It was like, oh yeah. And guess what, saints? Now, amen, I don't worship Mary anymore. And I used to, but now I worship with her. Come on, somebody. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go to the house. Don't you be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. You've got the best thing on this side of heaven. You ought to shout it out. Thank God for holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Thank God for Holy Ghost. Woo! Look at your neighbor and shake him and say, you got the best thing tonight. Yes. They're trying to make us look crazy. Anybody ever heard of, anybody ever heard of, can I have 10 more minutes? I'm going to try to hold at that 10. <laughs> but if, if I could say, they're trying to make us, th th this, this flashpoint of gaslighting. Anybody ever heard of that? They're gaslighting you. I, I didn't quite figure that out. But I was wondering, gaslighting? I don't know, maybe I'm ignorant. But I thought it was, you put gasoline on something. <laughs> Man, that's cool. I remember my, here I go again, but my garbage, my, 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 my detail for my daddy was garbage a lot of times. So I'd go burn the garbage in the backyard, the barrel, the 55-gallon rusty-looking barrel. And so I'd burn it, and I'd watch it. I had a fascination for the flames. <laughs> and then when I'd get a box, like a box, it was like, yes, thanks, Dad. 
because I'd put that box and I'd, my, my imagination would run wild, wild. A family was in there. I lit the side. If it wasn't burning good enough, I'd cast a little bit of something on it. Gaslight the thing. And in my mind, I'm dialing 911. Come on, help the family. Everything, you got to help. You come. They were coming from a distance. I had this all planned. And they got out safely in the nick of time as the whole thing crashed into the barrel. Amen. In a smoldering, smothered heap. That's what I thought gaslighting was. I'm sorry, I went around Grandma's barn to tell you. But you got to see this. You know what gaslighting is? In England, it's an English term. Amen. If you want more light in the building, you turn it up because the lights were by gas. Well, that's nice. So the husband and the wife are in the same home. And he goes, and it's going. Dear, dear. She comes running. What's going on? I, I know I didn't do it. But this whole thing, we're fixing to have a whole fire here in the house. It's going to go down in smoke. And, oh, no, I, I didn't do it either. Okay, well, I mean, I know I didn't. Well, maybe, well, maybe I did. I, I, not that I think. And so, the, no, that's all right. Down to normal. He goes to the Chester drawer area where his socks are nicely placed. She does it. But he opens it up and puts his socks way down over here. Opens them up and goes, dear, dear, get over here. My socks, they're way down over here. I know I didn't do it. I don't do that. I don't put my socks in my own drawer. You do it for me. Well, I know I do. I don't think I did, but I must have did that. I think, and he's making her think, she's going crazy. It's this incremental gaslighting. Incrementally, I'll watch this. Incrementally, I'll hear this incrementally and the devil's gaslighting here and there saints i want to tell the world i'm not gaslit you pentecostals you're not crazy you you've got a sound mind and a sound doctrine it's the world that's gone mad it's the world that's gone mad somebody shout marketplace somebody shout marketplace could you clap your hands under the Lord? Oh, yes. So, brother, the real miracle is to resist. Submit yourself to God and resist the devil. And, brother, he's got to flee from us. To resist the pressures on the periphery of the marketplace. To join the crowd on the outside that say, I don't want to play. But they want to play. I don't want Why? Because they want it their way and they want control if i can't be the leader of this i don't want to play if i can't be the top dog here i don't want to play and they'll lock it up and jesus compares in the marketplace of what's happening somebody's got to release amen the dna of your thinking and your spirit to the messiah tonight to say god not my will but thine will be done I'm ready to say, mountain, happy song, valley, sad song. Jesus or John the Baptist, I'm still in the arena. And it's your will and not mine. 
Somebody, do you feel what I'm feeling? There's something deep happening, right? Somebody lift your hands and the Lord. Talk to him. Talk to him right now. Talk to him. Sister Lock, I just I want you to kind of get ready. Praise God. Come on, somebody talk to him. Some, somebody, that's it. That's it, brother, that's it. I have a divine resolve. Brother, you've got a divine resolve in your spirit and for your family. Amen. Come mountain or come valley. Amen. I'm staying in the market. I'm going to stay dancing. I'm going to have a childlike spirit that says, God, I don't have to be in control. Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Someone's yielding to the Lord right now. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm. There's a rhythm in the harvest. There's a rhythm in the harvest. The seasons of the soul. There's spring. There's summer. There's winter. There's fall. There's winter. There's a season. Amen. God's working on us. It doesn't matter what season. Amen. Be satisfied with the season that God's got you in. Can I close, close? Can I say this, <laughs> man? I feel Holy Ghost in this house. Somebody hear this preacher? Just, just could you give me three and a half minutes, brother? Could you go to the Book of Psalms? I think I left one more scripture. Amen. Thank. You. I think it's Psalm uh, one eighteen. Amen. Or it says, "The Lord." And every time you find L O R D capitalized, it's not Adonai. It's Yud Chevavche. It's Yahovah. Yehovah is my strength. His name is on the line. He's my strength in my song and has become my, translate this, my Yeshua. <laughs> He's personally become my best friend. He is my strength and my song. And the word song there, I'm sorry, but the word song there in Hebrew means something like this. In some of the groves that they planted in the harvest, they would have, brother, a pruning hook. It's pretty much never really changed much in this day. I have you ever seen these four foot, five foot, six long sticks with a little pruning clip in the top and they're kind of curved. And that branch falls down. It's like a hefty bush that's gotten the way of your window at home. And you attack the thing. Anybody with me? Let I me mean, know what I'm saying. In those days, brother, they were so good because Jewish people, even today, are some of the greatest agricultural people in the world. Jesus had parables about agriculture. Jesus had all kinds of connotation concerning agriculture. You went to what? Buy some oxen? You went to buy a piece of land? How many know what I'm saying? And they had groves, brother, and they would take these pruning hooks. Down the groves. And somewhere on this side. In the harvest, they knew it. We had to prune it. We had to do what we could so that they grow in place and the fruit comes, amen, with, with a great bow of fruitfulness. It's got, it's got, so that's multiplying. And they said, the word song in Hebrew there is like a rhythm in the harvest. They literally sang a song with their pruning hook. How many getting this?
our modern times now. How many are with us? Yeah, yeah the youth are going boom, chicka, boom, boom, boom. Amen. How many are with this preacher right now? Amen. It's a rhythm in the harvest. It may take a little pruning. It may take a little work. Sometimes I'll be in a happy song. Sometimes I'll be in a sad song. Amen. The rhythm of life and the song. But Jesus has become my salvation. Regardless of what it sounds like. Regardless of where I'm at. The rhythm is staying in the marketplace. Stay in the season God's put you in. Could you stand your feet and lift your hands to the Lord? Could you clap your hands in the Lord? Come on, help me. Praise him. Praise him. Boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Pray, boom, boom. Read the word, boom. Love God, boom. Love your brother and sister, boom. Come on, somebody, yes! Market, market, marketplace. Come on, somebody. Let mom and dad shop. I've got a childlike spirit. Come on. It might be dancing. It might be weeping, but I'm not going to be like those on the side. I want my way. How many are willing? How many are willing? David said it this way. Wash me with hyssop. Make me as white as snow. You know what hyssop is? They pointed out, the tour guide pointed out. I said, this is it. This little bush down here. And they used hyssop, sister, to use as the tool to put the blood. on the doorpost in Moshe and Pesach in the time of Passover, the first one. You know what hyssop is? Hyssop, you've got to go way down to cut it off so that you could use it as a tool for the blood to be applied. I go down so the blood can be applied. I go humble. I say your will. How many want to say your will? Now, I know you front pew people, you're already at the altar. I can tell it. But I wonder if we could start from the back. I wonder if there's somebody that could say, God, I want you to help me to stay in the marketplace and give me strength. I want the rhythm. I want the rhythm. I want Jesus. Come on, come on. You're coming from the back. You're coming from three-quarter away right now as fast as you can. 